This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by Sony and the PlayStation 4. Greatness awaits. Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hello, hey, Scott Jones. Hey, Victor Lucas, it's the holiday season. I know. They call it the most wonderful time it's of the, the year. the most wonderful time of the year. Now, let's paint a little bit, bit picture for the folks sitting at home. Yeah. Uh, you're doing something that you've never done in the basement before. Uh, while, while we're recording this? Yeah, you're wearing a I'm, ball cap. I'm wearing a hat. We've Are you done trying our out shooting. for the Yankees? I'm trying out for the Yankees. I'm wearing my, my, uh, my gamer outfit. This is what I do on the weekends and at night when I'm just but chilling. But usually playing. you would have shorts on, too. I usually have shorts on. Because you like to have the knees breathe. you got to let yeah, the, you just, just get relax. some air all over them. Yeah, I want to relax. Otherwise, if you keep them enclosed in pants all the time, yes. problems and happen. I find that uh, my legs constantly fall asleep too because <laughs> i'm totally yeah, slouched over yeah. and uh you know i'm leaning back and, and your just balls sort of get all tingly what ball, ball, did i say that did you go there i did not you did i'm gonna did beep, go there beep, craziness beep, backing it up well yeah. it's the, it is the end of the year it is the yeah, holiday what a great season. year it was let's take a little victory lap here <sighs> it, it was amazing and actually i want to do that i want to total up all the stuff that we were able to accomplish this year we've been talking about totaling up all the shows <laughs> we do for seven years now we never do that because you know why? It's Just a lot busy of work. making a new show. Yeah, it's, it's too much time out to, to stop and sort of think about everything that's been accomplished. Hey, you but. know what I noticed? Uh, I've been in Canada now for a couple years. Yeah. A lot of the men here eerily resemble Jeff Keeley. Have you noticed that? They no. got the same kind of hairstyle. Oh, yeah? The same kind of face, the same beautiful <laughs> eyes. Uh, I, it's so weird. The other night- I, I was, have never noticed that. I was in, uh, I was in my favorite drugstore chain, <coughs> London Drugs, and yeah. uh, I looked over in the uh, hair care aisle. Who's that? Look like, I'm like, what's Jeff doing here? Maybe nope. it was Jeff. It wasn't Jeff. Jeff comes to Vancouver. I walked up to him, and I'm like, mm, not Jeff. Not Jeff. But I see a lot of dudes- Walking around with the Jeff Keeley look, I think it might be becoming a thing in BC. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So, well, he'll be flattered to know that. Do, yeah. does, uh, do they carry around two phones and use them at the same time? Oh, <laughs> a little holiday, <laughs> a little <laughs> in Jeff's stocking there. No, hey, what do you want for Christmas this year, Victor Lucas? Besides uh, world peace and a well done steak? Uh, I just want to. I don't eat steak. Uh, world peace would be nice. How though. about some salmon? I just want to relax for a little bit. Yeah, I want to just sleep. That's that's okay. kind of how. I'm feeling right now. It like feels a like my body's like in what, a woodland glade. Yes. What's, what the hell is happening? Why aren't you yeah. shooting today? What's nope. going on? You got to slow down. That's so important. We yeah. talked about this. We've got to manage yep. our stress levels so we can continue to look like 24 year old men on our way to spring break. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I want to do. So, yeah. um, if I can just relax that's for the holiday. That's all you want. That's just, such a humble request. Just chill, yeah. you know, just enjoy some I time figured with you my would family want and games. Four. Yeah, Uncharted 4 would be amazing. And some peace yeah. <laughs> in your life. Well, there'd be no peace in the world of Uncharted 4. Yeah, that's true. No, I I, uh, I feel incredibly, uh, you know, satiated and, and mm-hmm. uh, grateful, and I've got a big stack of games to play mm-hmm. and new consoles to enjoy, and I want to get some multiplayer in. I played a little Battlefield 4 multiplayer last night just for the hell of it. We're not reviewing that did game. Did you shoot some guys in the ass, and then did they shoot you in the ass? Uh, I, I, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's I, what I figured. I, I can't tell a lie. That's how it I works. I got shot in the ass. Yep. 
by a bunch of dudes playing Battlefield Thanks, 4. Thanks, guys. But it, uh, yeah, it was running great on the Xbox One, which was kind of a surreal thing because I've been hearing about all kinds of problems on that on that device. EA is getting sued right now. Have you been hearing about that? No, I don't. I don't read the trades anymore. It just mm. depresses me. This just in. Yeah, what's going on with EA? Well, well, the there's a class action suit on behalf of investors on the performance of Battlefield 4. Dice is basically frozen right now on working on new projects until all of the issues with Battlefield 4 are taken mm. care of. Interesting. And uh, so that's affecting share price. Their share price is down, so investors are are uh, up in arms, and uh, there's probably going to be more lawsuits coming, mm-hmm. and uh, EA is going to have to have to deal with it. I mean, I, I guess that's one of the problems that you have when you have a cyclical product mm-hmm. you know, thing, and you've got to ship these things, and they always have to work, and... God, I, I don't envy these guys when they've got to build all of this stuff with a new console launching and all of the hurdles that they've got to have it work on two different systems. Oh, Jesus. And, Who cares? We've got our own problems. We've got I mortgages. Know, but, we've got sick parents. We've got... Yeah, to, no, got everybody has things. everybody yeah. has issues, they for do, sure. They have a job to do where they have to go make the best war game the world has ever known. That yeah. sounds like a pretty awesome job. Lots of pressure. <laughs> but that's what they signed up for. Okay? Reality check over here. Yeah, but you know me, man. I hate, I I hate, to, see the, uh, I hate to see the world turn inward on games and get all negative about it. But you, you know? act like uh, it's like we're torturing a puppy. No. We're, we're not really. No. You know, they're, they're just people doing the best but they can. Y- yeah. And it's all fallible. Yes. Uh, you know what? That, and that's the thing that I think if this if there's a takeaway from this news story, it's that uh, uh, it's that it's still the Wild West. Like, up is down. Like, nobody has this landscape mapped out. Nobody uh, knows, you know, where we're going. We don't need roads. That kind of thing. That's what's know? so thrilling about this yes, business. That's why it's been a blast to be able to be here and document oh, it and cover it. It's a blast. I, Take a shot if you just heard Vic say blast. Every time but, he says blast. But we never know, you know, what's next in this industry. We never know what's around the corner. Listen. There's all kinds of prediction, and then it's just, it, it's always a complete ratification. It's always a full-on change and a full sort of mind sweep of, uh, uh, you know, what what is going to happen. And I love it. I mean, I that's it. what keeps us so exciting. I love it, too. And it's just such, we, you know, it was just like the seven stages of grieving over the course of this year for me. I started out at the beginning of the year finishing DMC Devil May Cry twice, yeah. uh, you know, finishing Far Cry 3, feeling like I'm ready to rev it up in 2013. And about the midway point, I'd gone through some personal stuff, broken up with my girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, I was playing Half-Life 2 because I was trying to figure out <laughs> what was what the what this industry still had for me. Yeah. And then I played The Last of Us, which which was a high point, and then everything else just paled in comparison. Well, Grand Theft Auto 5 and came out. Here we are. Here we are ending the year, and I'm feeling pretty good about 2014. Oh, come on. Yeah, these consoles are great, good. and there's great games for the you know, Wii U. I don't know if they're great. They're great. They're just machines, Vic. They we are just machines, see, We have sure. to see what they can do. Well, they're an injection as well, though. Do you have nicknames for your PS4 and your Xbox One? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. I uh, uh, do you, Laverne and Shirley? <laughs> that would be my first. Guess. No, it's uh, Lenny and Squiggy. Lenny and Squiggy. Another <laughs> reference to an obscure TV show from the seventies. No, I don't have nicknames, but uh, they're getting they're getting used, and I'm in that weird predicament. And I, I, you know, I hate to uh, 
to sort of gloat about how spoiled I am with all of this entertainment, but I'm in that Jesus, weird predicament. Just I just don't know what to play. You oh know? my god! You know what? I hate, I hate that anxiety it's of like, so should I keep going in yeah, this direction or because should I keep going in this direction? I'm friends with you yeah. on in PSN, and I look at your feed, and it's like <laughs> spent seven minutes playing Lego Super Marvel Heroes, seven minutes playing NBA 2K14, three minutes playing Resogun, two more minutes playing Lego Marvel Superheroes oh, again. Insanity, man. Like, what are you doing over there? Well, I, I'm, you're like. I'm, like, you know me. Down. I want to try it all. I want to give them all a shot. Just I want to play it all. I know. Just slow it down. I want to well, go listen. back to things that I've finished. I, I, you know, I'm, I, God, I, I know it's I, ridiculous. I am about to get on an airplane and fly east and yes. go visit my family. Yes, I'm going to bring a uh, uh, link between worlds with me on the plane to see if I can figure out Low Rule finally once and for all. Yeah, I've heard there's a strip club in Low Rule. I'm oh yeah, looking, enjoy I'm that. Look for that. I'm yeah, look for that. enjoy hunting for that. Uh, and uh, but I feel the holiday pressure this year. I know we got a big show to get to in a second here, so I just I'm feeling the hol- holiday pressure. The other day, I was walking home. I'm crossing the street, and this guy makes a left-hand turn, and he nearly runs into me. Yeah. So what do I do? I give him a look. Yeah. Right? I'm just like, Dude, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Yeah. You know, he, he comes about an inch away from my, my shin. That's yeah. his bumper of his gigantic silver truck. Right. And I start, I don't know. I, I don't know what got into me. Maybe I'm stressed out. Yeah. But I start yelling at him. I'm like, what are you doing? Watch where you're going. He turns down the window. He starts yelling at me. He's chewing gum. And he spits his gum in my direction. Did he look like Jeff Keeley? It didn't go very far. He looked like all the men here look like <laughs> Jeff Keeley, and this guy looked a little like Jeff Keeley. He's swearing at me. He's saying things that I can't even repeat on this show, and I'm I'm giving it to him right back. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm like, I, it's almost as if I could see myself You're from like a, a third person yeah. action game. Yeah, and I'm like, who is this guy? Why is he yelling at this guy <laughs> in the truck? And the guy started threatening me. And he starts driving away slowly, and I and I said, "If you want some of this, you're the one driving away there, buddy." And so, what does he do? Pulls right over to the side of the road and gets out. <laughs> oh, jeez! And he stands there, puffing his chest out. I mean, I'm huge. I'm like an escaped yeti, you know. So I'm not really scared, but I am in Gastown. I don't know this guy. He's driving a big truck. He looks yeah. like he's in a bad mood. Yeah. And uh, I just hold my arms out to the side, which is the international symbol for peace. Yeah. And I'm just said, let's. All calm down. Yeah. That's enough for this. Yeah. Get back in your truck. Have a good holiday. What did he do? He just looked at me and he just kind of like, he just kept breathing hard and then he just got back in his truck and drove away. Oh, yeah. And that was the end of it. So if you're out there listening, Jeff Keeley lookalike who almost <laughs> ran me over in Gastown the other day. Oh, man. I'm sending you. I'm sorry that you went through that. That's some dark. Love. That's I'm crap. sending him some love. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Why okay. not? I got I to gotta love people. But then I started thinking maybe I'm under a lot of pressure. I'm out there shopping. And he is, too. He is, too. Yep. This, this time of year, people spend too much money. Yep. They don't sleep enough. Yep. They drink too much. Yep. And next thing you know, they're trying to run over, uh, and then, uh, you know, entertainment show hosts. in the morning. They got cake time. on their shirt, and they're writing their New Year's resolutions. That's right. You know? It's like, oh, <laughs> I got to clean up my life. <laughs> I really got to get it together in 2014. <laughs> yeah. That's... Well, you, t- you know, the first resolution is go find a controller and sit down and just enjoy the great games that are out there. That'll make you feel better. Or maybe do some charity work. Or some charity work. Go visit your grandma. That's number two. She's not going to be around forever. That's true. Maybe bring uh, your grandma a new console and and sit down with your grandma and enjoy that. 
Okay. <laughs> but we've got something special for everyone listening today. This you, is our holiday gift, yeah, right? If you didn't get the chance to watch all five episodes of our Rocket and Raygun extravaganza, yes. well, you are in for a treat because uh, even without the visuals, this is uh, some good listening. Yeah, this is a good conversation, and uh, all five of these episodes have been put together in one, uh, you know, listening kind of treat for everyone. That is dedicated to Ben Silverman, who couldn't join us this this year because he's a new dad. So enjoy the Rockin' and Ray Gun uh, bracket celebration for Game of the Year. And uh, yeah, we'll catch yeah. up after. Roll tape. Snow White and the Six Dwarves have assembled, and that can mean only one thing. It's time for the Rockin' and Ray Gun Awards. I hope your prince comes along, Vic. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing something a little bit different this year, partly because we have half the show yes. dedicated to our Top 100 countdown, and we're in the Top 5 in case you're uh, keeping score at home. But we thought it'd be cool to do a bit of a bracket rundown to our Game of the Year choice. And I think that's the big conversation that we have every year is, what is the Game of the Year? That's all that really matters. Yes. And you know, if you're an NCAA basketball fan, that's what we're doing. We're borrowing the same structure from the NCAA tournament. Yep. And so, if uh, if you don't know what the NCAA basketball tournament is, uh, this is our this is our final four right here. here. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. that's it exactly. All right, well, we're starting with Bioshock Infinite going up against The Last of Us. Oh. Raju, which one is your choice for Game of the Year out of that? First off, who yes. did the seeding right <laughs> off the top? I mean, come on, these are two of we the best it. games of the year. If these are separate, they're both going to go really far. But it's just a heavyweight battle right in the first round. Of those two, I love them You gotta both. pick one. I'll go with yeah. The Last of Us. The Last of Us? Marissa, what would you choose? I'm gonna be with Raju on this one. The Last of Us all the way. Oh god, the story, the relationships. I just want more of that in video games, and that's why I'm choosing The Last of Us. It has Oops. to be that. What about See, you? I'm a huge Bioshock fan, but I said it at E3 that The Last of Us was the best game that I saw at E3 this year, and it's definitely getting my choice out of those two. Yeah, wow. I love Bioshock as well, but I'm gonna have to go with The Last of Us just for the atmosphere and the feels man. Bioshock didn't have that level of feels. I guess we have our choice right there. We have four votes already. I, I choose Last of Us. My, my vote doesn't count because apparently the vote's being dad. So. I'm just going to be contrary and say Bioshock. No, I mean, Last of Us was a, I don't like using tour de force, but it was a tour de it force. It was a tour de force. A gaming story. You can use it in that context. Okay. You know sure. what? And actually, I like the multiplayer component. Underrated. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, like it's it. an amazing oh, game. Man. Last of Us Apologies to Ken Levine. I know. Oh, sorry, Ken. But no, it's The Last of Us. Moving on to the next round. Next up is Batman Arkham Origin. Origins going up against Tomb Raider. I'm choosing Batman. I'm getting that out of the what? way. And what about yourself, my What's friend? What's interesting about these two games yes. is Batman has an overbearing HUD. Tomb yep. Raider has almost no HUD. That said, I'm still going to go with Batman. <laughs> Sean, what about you? Considering my chest hair grows in the shape of a bat sign, I'm going with Batman. We need proof. Let's see it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Oh, that I even have chest hair? Yeah. <laughs> my chest hair also grows in the We're up to four votes again. I truly am going to dissent on this one because yeah. I thought Arkham Origins was too similar to Arkham City. Mm -hmm. And I thought Tomb Raider was fantastic. It was a, an amazing reboot uh, with that character. And I want to see more of Lara Croft. So Tomb Raider... Well, going to be my, but uh, they've my already book. announced that the next version, the definitive edition, that's going to be the real it's version like of Tomb Raider. Res, I can't know, wait whatever. to play that uh, version. Me, me neither, but I think I've, I like 
Tomb Raider over Batman. I love both these games, but I'm like you, Vic. More Batman is better Batman. Yes. Gotta go with Batman. Yeah, and I really I can't believe that uh, there were critics out there that railed on that game. I think it's a masterpiece. Batman I, Arkham you know Origins what? is the incredible. Villain fights were great. I mean, yes, yeah. lesser known villains, yeah. but I loved it. I had so much fun. Absolutely. That's the cool thing. Lesser known villains were not hit over the head with these guys. I, in every I love game, the so. whole origin sort of concept. I love the messy Batcave. It was an incredible game. Jose, what would you say? Uh, well, as much as I did love Batman, I'm giving my vote to Tomb Raider. Yeah, I thought okay. it was a much better wow. experience. And, okay. and it came earlier in the year, so a lot of people might you have forgot what? about it. Was it was a great game. It was right. a great game, but your votes don't count. <laughs> Batman moves on to the next uh, round. So Counts in my All right. Heart. Next up on the docket, we've got a Canadian showdown. Ooh. We've got Dead Rising 3 from Capcom Vancouver. That's the Canucks. And we've got Splinter Cell Blacklist. This is the first game from Ubisoft Toronto. Let's going start up against the Leafs. with one of our favorite Canadians, uh, Marissa why Roberto. Are pick choose? one. Why are you going to choose between Vancouver yeah. and Toronto? Oh, God, this is going to kill me. Okay, I'm going to go with Dead Rising 3. Even okay. though I'm kind of over zombies, but this game is awesome. It's awesome. It's so much fun. Dead Rising 3, we've got one yeah. vote so far. This is like a telethon here. I'm going to go over to an American, Jose Sanchez. Which one do you pick, sir? There was a whole lot of Ubisoft teams working on Splinter Cell, and that game that came out was awesome, but there's just something about this new Dead Rising game, new console, new way of killing zombies. When How you many zombies have you killed so far? Over 100,000 achievement right. unlocked. Well done, with Dead Rising 3. Well done. Back to Canada. We're going to Raju Mudar. Raju, you got to weigh in? I'm really proud of Ubisoft Toronto. First game, great job, but you know what? I gotta go with Dead Rising 3. Wow. I think that it's probably the best next-gen game on the Xbox One. I think it's the best game in the series so far, and I really enjoyed it. Guess what? Tipping point time, Victor Lucas. If you choose Dead Rising 3, sir. I'm picking Splinter Cell. Wow! Yeah. Oh, no, 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 I, I love Dead Rising 3, and I think it is one of the strongest of the launch titles for sure, but it's NBA 2K14 that actually is the strongest. But no, I like Splinter Cell a lot, and I think what they did was quite risky. Changing the cast, changing some of the mechanics, to make it even more action-oriented. Mm -hmm. He's really become this high-tech James Bond slash Batman character, and I well, love that's it. why. Guess Dropped what? in another Batman reference. New Boom. tipping point now, Steve Tilly. <laughs> well, being from Toronto, as are actually oh, the majority yes. of us I here, this. I really love what Ubisoft Toronto did with Ooh. Sam Fisher with the franchise. I think this is a great new step, but when it comes down to the actual fun, the game that I went back to again and again, that is Dead Rising 3. I just think it's that they improved the mechanics of the series. It is mm. definitely the best mm -hmm. that they've done. Yeah. and it is really the only next-gen game that I'm still interested in playing. This has been the toughest one, I think, for me so far, choosing out of these two. Sean Hatton, uh, your vote doesn't count at all. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear from you. I do think that Blacklist is my most enjoyable Splinter Cell experience mm -hmm. to date, but that said, Dead Rising 3, I was skeptical of the Xbox One going into the launch, and then when I saw that game, when I got my hands on Dead Rising 3, something in my brain just exploded, and yeah. I realized that, wow, this is totally next-gen. We could not have had this on the 360. Yeah, and kudos to Microsoft for publishing that game, yeah. right? And because I, who knows if Capcom would have even made that game without them. I think what it comes down to is I'd rather kill zombies right. by the hundreds of thousands <laughs> than, than actual people <laughs> right. yeah. okay. every day. day and so that, that gets my vote <laughs> right, right there. Right. Dead Rising okay. 3 and Capcom Vancouver, congratulations. You're moving on to the next round. Moving on, we've got two amazing titles that I don't know how we're going to choose between. We have Tearaway and we have Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. This was the year of Luigi, so does that mean we should give it to him, Sean? I think Luigi did have the better game. I was a big fan of Luigi's Mansion on the GameCube, but I blew through that in a matter of hours in one sitting. Mm. Yeah. And I felt that Dark Moon had a whole lot more content. I enjoyed the multiplayer aspect of it, even though it was very silly, very goofy. But it was the spirit of Luigi and Luigi's Mansion, and I have to give it to these guys. Next Ooh. Level Games did a great job. What about you, Jose? Well, Tearaway, another beautiful game. But, I mean, it is the year of Luigi for a reason. It's about time he got his calling, and I'm going to give it to Dark Moon. 
Oh, really? Okay, great, fine. Scott, how <laughs> are you? I think Luigi had a very good year, no, after I all. So I mean, I think they got off to a good start with Luigi's Mansion. I actually wound up playing more and more of that game and falling in love with it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I mean, hats off to Media Molecule. They did it again. So charming. It's kind of a slow burn. Takes a little while to get going, but Tearaway all the way. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I'm all about Tearaway. It's so freaking cute, man. What about you, Raju? Well, you know, Busted makes me feel good, but <laughs> I have to say Tearaway. Yeah. I mean, Tearaway, absolutely. Yeah, it, it looks like a, a tech demo. But, you know, I love the fact my face is in it. They, they actually used yeah. the rear wow. touch yeah. panel in yes, a decent did. way. So oh, I had a double chip. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Tearaway for me. Okay, so two for Luigi, three for Tearaway. Vic? I'm going to give it to Tearaway as well. Oh. But both, both of these games are very toy-like. They're much yes. more than just video game stories. You actually feel like you're manipulating actual little toy characters. You know, the worlds are so well realized in both of these mm -hmm. games. Right. Incredible portable titles. And they really both deserve to be sequelized and brought to and the console. And in this category. Yes. And in this category, this they is another hard one. It, but only one can be the winner. We already know it's Tearaway, but it's fine. We'll throw to Steve Tilly anyway. What are you going to say? I thought I had the deciding vote here. You I do. was really excited. Oh. I do. Luigi's Mansion is awesome. I really love what Next Level did. Those guys are so talented. And even though it's the year of Luigi, I mean, the guy's used to playing second fiddle, right? Yeah. So, uh, so I don't feel bad about yeah. tearing away from Luigi. Is that what <laughs> man? I am tearing it out of Luigi's grasp. Oh Tearaway uh, tear was the first game that justified the, some of these features on the Vita. Like, I I, I actually, you well, know, rear touch, bum touch, what do you call this? Yeah, yeah rear touch, touch. Yeah. touch. Well, the other thing to consider about Tearaway is that it really is the killer app for the platform, and the 3DS has had a bounty of great killer apps this yes. year, you know? The other thing I want to point out yeah. here is this is the first time when we've talked about the game of the year that we've also talked about portable games as oh, being yeah. on par with Absolutely. something like Arkham and, and Last of Us. I 100%. mean, portable games really grew, and, you know, they have multiplayer and single-player experiences, so congratulations to the Media Molecule, Molecule and Next Level. Yeah. Now we're doing something special here. Not all the games are included in the top 16 for mm -hmm. Game of the Year contenders. Each of us has a game that we want to personally champion on the show. Yes. Let's start with Marissa Let's Roberto. Let's start with me because I was so upset. There was no Animal Crossing New Leaf on this list. Everybody was talking about this game when it's it came out. Game. It's a beautiful game. I mean, come on. You create your character. You have a little home that you take care of. You have a town that you're the mayor of. I've never seen so many people into this game as they were into this Animal Crossing Sean New Leaf. John was so into it. I was too. I was super into it. I would stay home and visit characters in my town who said, come by my place at 7. So I'd be like, well, I'm not going to my real friend's house, so I'm going to go by Caesar's house at 7 o'clock. He's, he's a purple ape. He's pretty awesome. It's serene, and it's addictive, and it was charming, and the 3DS seemed to be the perfect platform for it. So I it's a great game. Raju, yeah. they're ghost towns. Yeah, they are. I don't understand this game for the life of me. It's a dog playing a banjo in the times town square. What else? Yeah, what else do you that's need? That's not a game, Vic. <laughs> no, it, it is a game. It's a great right. game, but not game of the year caliber. I'm sorry, Marissa. It's okay. This is a really <laughs> tough conversation. This is real talk happening right now. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto V going up against Lego City Undercover. Oh. And you may notice some similarities in the game style. Like Which, low you think, so? <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's definitely some similarities. I don't think Lego City Undercover would have ever existed had it not been for Grand Theft Auto. Right. But also Grand Theft Auto V would have never existed without this franchise. And I think that right. this, for me, is the best Grand Theft Auto game. If you remember back when I reviewed this, I gave this an 11 out of 10. That was a Spinal Tap <laughs> reference. Illegal. That's illegal. illegal. I don't care. Illegal. Look at me. You I'm sure to tell you that's illegal. illegal. I did a lot of illegal yeah. things in this game, and I love the fact that, yes, it is 
your typical Grand Theft Auto experience. This thing is beautiful, but there's also a lot of social commentary. It had me thinking about things that I do in my regular life, like maybe I'm on Life Invader a little too much sometimes, right, right. where I shouldn't be, mm -hmm. and, uh, and that kind of stuff. I think that this game has so much more going on below the surface. I think a lot of people are going to look at this game and be like, eh, you're just punching hookers and shooting guys oh. in the head, and yeah. no. you know, but this is like if Tarantino made a video game, it would be Grand Theft Auto V. Jose, you there with Sean? Well, as much as Ben and I loved LEGO City Undercover, <laughs> I did play a lot of that game, but I mean, come on, it's GTA V. It's, yeah. it's made as much money as it has for a reason. It's a it's, standard it's just bearer, an awesome isn't game. it? I mean, I think and now that the multiplayer works yeah. a little bit. But I, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that the Watch Dogs team took a look at Grand Theft Auto V and had to course correct a little Let's bit. Let's delay it. You know? Let's yeah. delay that game, guys. Roger, what do you say? I think there's no question here. It's yeah. Grand Theft Auto V. I mean, it's a stunning technical achievement. Yep. All the stuff in it. I did get sick of our protagonists. Like, yes. I'm tired of being a dirtbag yes, in these too. games. However, it's an unreal game. So you know what's a great antidote for that is uh, playing Lego City Undercover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you play one of the most charming Ask me, protagonists. Ask me. What are you going to choose, my friend? Oh, Vic, thanks for getting to me. Yeah, I appreciate right, it. Right. You know what? I'm going to bet the other way. Lego City Undercover. I didn't like this game when we first reviewed it, yeah. but i got to tell you, over time, I warmed so my funny. heart a little bit. And it is funny, and yeah. it's lighthearted. And just like Raju, I, I'm sick of Grand Theft Auto. I'm sick of feeling terrible when I play this game. I'm a depressive by nature. I'm a very dark man. Yeah. I'm doing dark things in this game. The other thing you have to realize about Grand Theft Auto, you're doing a lot of things that are boring, but it's like channel surfing. If you don't like this one, you're going to move on to another one, but they're almost all kind of little mini-game. I mean, you, you can do yoga, and you can do lots of things in there, but it's so dull. Bad that feels so good I, sometimes. You, you can aliens. do it in the video what game. What the hell is that all about? Yeah. Lego yeah. City Undercover. I, I think with uh, Grand Theft Auto V, the real story with the game is the mechanics are just mm. uh, peerless. I think they're so well handled, and I thought that would get my vote because of that. What about yourself? Uh, the formula is getting a little stale yes. in Grand Theft Auto, but it's just the technical achievement of this game. I'm staggered by the size of the world and the mm -hmm. variety in the world and all these little clockwork pieces that mesh together and somehow work in this giant game that I just, I mean, I'm blown away by it. By, by its technical mastery. Did you jet or something exactly. like that? Exactly. Yeah. So I spent like that. two hours trying to get yeah. the jet out of the base. I mean, <laughs> Lego City Undercover was really the only game on the Wii U worth playing for a very long time. Yeah. But I think you gotta, I mean, you can't really compare the two on I don't think this is a big surprise. Grand yeah. Theft Auto V moves on. Up next, we have a, a pirate adventure versus a character who was once a pirate, I guess you could say, in Wind Waker. We have A Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, and Assassin's Creed IV Black Flag. Steve, what'd you think of these? Well, you know, I love my booty. <laughs> I mean, always so talking about his booty. That's no, I've, I've been waiting years for a good pirate game to come along. Um, I just, I love, I love. I think pirates are underused in video games, and the fact that the Assassin's Creed universe dove into the golden age of piracy. They kind of overuse them. In, it's like, them. There's like, it's like too much. No, I mean, there's in no this such game. thing yeah. as too much piracy. I mean, a link between uh, link between, oh, okay. the, the, between two worlds. A link between two worlds. A link between two worlds. Everybody. Shh. Okay. A link between worlds. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Guys, I know the title. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> a link between worlds is fantastic. I mean, this is the best Zelda game in well, I want to say best in years, but Wind Waker HD came out this year, and that Sky was amazing Bright. as well. Uh, recognize. <laughs> don't recognize Skyward Sword. But I got to go with the uh, the pirates and the assassins and the whole uh, Assassin's Creed universe. Yeah. Nice one for pirates, Raju. You know what, I am you know, feeling that Assassin's Creed is getting a little long in the tooth. However, I love the pirate gameplay in this. Yeah. 
and the pirate battles, and for that alone, for me, it's Black Flag. Keeping it Toronto-style, Sean. Well, I also love Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, and I love the band Black Flag, but I have to give this to The Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds because it's been a long time since we had a three-quarters overhead view of a Zelda game. And it feels and, good. Yeah, and this just reminds me so much of Link to the Past, which is one of my favorite Super Nintendo games, mm -hmm. so I'm giving it to Zelda. I'm yeah. not into the pirates. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm going with Zelda. Although it's so cute. I know I just always gravitate toward the cute things. I know, but God, I love the story. I love the adventure. It's, it's really a puzzle solver, a head scratcher. There's some fantastic mechanics in there. Mm. Well, uh, since you love the mechanics so much, Vic, which one are you going to pick? I'm picking Zelda as well. I mean, I love Assassin's Creed 4. I think it's the, the best pirate game I've ever played as well, and I love playing as a pirate. It's terrific. I think it suffers from a bunch of scumbags again as your protagonist. I think the industry needs to kind of chill on that for a little mm. bit. We need to start playing some virtuous characters <laughs> like Link. And Link is time-tested and proven, but it's cool that Nintendo was ballsy enough to use an overhead form formula like this and go back to it and just make a game that's sheer fun. Now that we've heard what Vic has to say, let's go to the most important person on the panel, Scott C. Jones. <laughs> he, what do you, you think? pay him to say that? This was a nice trip down memory lane. Yeah. Love Assassin's Creed. Apologies to uh, Ubisoft Montreal, but Link to the Past is a link, a link Between Worlds. Look at what I've done. <laughs> it's my vote. Obviously, A Link Between Worlds is the clear winner, and that's why it gets my vote. I think it was just, it's about time we've seen another Zelda game of this style, and it works. 100%. I love it. The Zelda franchise, although there's lots of choices there, we haven't had a top down like this we in a long time. We haven't been shocked and amazed yes. by assassins in a little while. That that sort of bird's eye view with the camera circles isn't as thrilling as it was five games ago. Yeah, you know? as tight as the mechanics are in this one, yeah, I think we're, we're pretty much in agreement that the Zelda game deserves to move forward, and it does. So our next sort of contenders are NBA 2K14 and Kingdom Rush Frontiers. Bit of a weird console <laughs> versus portal pull. Here we go. Scott, what do you we got? just call this weird. Man. Yeah, we are yeah, weird. We yeah. just, we're this, weird. This, is, this yeah. isn't really fair. I don't know which game it's more unfair to, honestly. Yeah, uh, NBA 2K14, obviously the juggernaut year after year visual concepts delivers, over delivers. Mm -hmm. I know you're playing this thing obsessively. Yes. I know what your vote's going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, but for me, Kingdom Rush Frontiers, I couldn't stop playing this game. I took a bunch of trips this year. We traveled a lot. This game was with me every step of the way. I Also, I'm not a huge basketball fan, so all across the board, Kingdom Rush Frontiers, what an amazing achievement. It's so crazy. Scott and I reviewed the first Kingdom Rush on Armor Games, and it was a free thing, and we both walked away giving it straight tens. We couldn't stop <laughs> it playing it on the, game on the browser. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. You can get stuff like this for nothing? And it's it's such a juggernaut it's on weird, the iPad. It's weird, and it's funny. It's and, such a yeah. perfect iPad game. You feel good playing it. And I would probably give my vote to Frontiers, because it's wonderful. You're but, not going to. But it, NBA 2K14 on Next Gen, on PS4 and Xbox One, is so ridiculous. Have you seen the LeBron's face. You see their face. I mean, the, the thing about this sport that I've always loved as a fan of basketball is you get to know the people that are playing it. They're not covered up in helmets or anything like that. You're right there. They, they have beautiful shoulders, big manly they shoulders. No, but you, you see the you see the sweat, you see the desperation, you see the anxiety, you see the you know exhilaration when shots are made. I think you see that. I think you see that. And then <laughs> and then the, yeah, that's working with Scott. But the game is wonderful. The mechanics are perfect. I keep using that mechanics thing, but I think that's that's it. You seamlessly 
are interwoven into the experience. What are you picking? I'm picking yeah. NBA 2K14. <laughs> I thought that was clear. As much as I love me some Kingdom Rush and Kingdom oh, Rush Frontiers, I yeah. mean, LeBron's hairline has never oh, looked so on. defined <laughs> as it has in next-gen NBA 2K14. And those fans? The fans look great. Throw yes. down, big man. Yes. yes. Amazing game. I don't know where Marissa's going to go, but... Uh, what? Really? You already know? Okay, we all know I'm picking Kingdom Rush. But I just want to say something about the whole basketball thing. I can't get into it. I just can't get into basketball. I Not love a fan sports. Of balls. No. <laughs> really, Jose? It's inappropriate right now. The ball physics. Okay. No, I, I, I appreciate sports, but I just can't get into basketball for some reason. There's still the whole uh, sweat and anxiety thing with baseball, too, and I think that's why I'm drawn yeah. to it. But we don't need to get into the whole... We don't get to see those players like this, though. <laughs> this true. is amazing. I this is the, I, name this is the ballet of sports yeah. here. It's the ballet of sports. Yes. I like that. No, yeah. I dug the soundtrack, though. And yeah. I think LeBron picked that as well, so... But no, I'm picking Kingdom Rush all the way. Wow. And your partner in crime, Sean? I feel like I've spent many man lives playing iOS games at this point, so it's nice to have a controller, and NBA 2K14 is just the most beautiful basketball game, one of the most beautiful sports games yes. ever. When I was yes. playing this game, I was thinking, man, there needs to be a hockey game on PS4 now yeah. because this thing is absolutely just, incredible. Like, and that's, I felt, that's the other thing about 2K14, too. It's the first one, and it yeah. looks right. so good you already. It, you okay. love it. Okay. And it, it, it feels like you're at the game. Yeah. We're pretty even here, Steve. We are pretty even. I'm going to make it a little more even. Really? I mean, I'm not a huge basketball fan. There are a handful of sports games I appreciate. Basketball is not one of them. And I am a tower defense junkie. Yeah, yeah. And oh, Frontiers okay. just nails the tower defense formula. I love it. I mean, it's, it's a familiar mechanic, but they add little things to it, like uh, like leveling up your hero and just like throwing guys in to block the, the monsters that are coming. I just love it's, it's tower oh, defense. It's three and three. Awesome. Roger, you're the tiebreaker. Okay, you know what? Kingdom Rush Frontiers is a great game. NBA 2K14 has it for yeah. me. I actually thought this was kind of a weak year for iOS. <laughs> I didn't think that there was that it much that really grabbed me, but NBA 2K14 gets yeah, it for me. That moves on. Fantastic. Thank right. God. Happy now, Vic? <laughs> yes, I'm happy. Up next, we've got two platform juggernauts. We're talking Rayman Legends versus Super Mario World 3D. Oh my god, this is such a tough choice for me. Steve, what are you going to go with? Well, I love what Ubisoft does with Rayman. I love our little limbless Rayman. spirit. Rayman! Rayman! Okay, right. Rayman! Yeah. Wait, did I say Rayman? Did I say Rayman? Everybody says Rayman here. The noodles. Should I do that again? It's because I'm hungry. No, it's okay. It's because no. I'm always. hungry. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, Rayman. Rayman, yes. <laughs> Whatever his name is. No, I mean, they've, they've really they've really got the platforming thing down cold. Uh, beautiful game. One of the most beautiful games of the year, but come on. Mario, Mario, a 2D platformer in a 3D world. I mean, with uh, just, there, it's so much fun. I don't, like, see, I'm losing my words here. Yeah. Nintendo understands the, the alchemy, the science of yes. fun better yes. than anybody else, and Super Mario 3D World proves that definitively. All right, let's go with Vic. What are you going to say here? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with Steve. Super Mario uh, 3D World is unbelievable. It, it, you know, it's the diversity. It's the it's the choices that you get to make as you're working your way through the game. I think Rayman Legends is a tour de force as well, uh, but it's primarily, a, you know, an extension, and expansion on what we got out of Origins. And 3D World has some familiar stuff in it, but there's just such uh, choice. The fact that you can jump into one ice skate and start skating around, or you jump on a dragon and start, you 
you know, power uh, sliding through all of these waterfalls and stuff like that. It just constantly is giving you fun stuff to do. And both of them are terrific multiplayer games as well. But 3D World gets my choice for sure. All right, Jose, what are you saying? Well, as beautiful a game as Rayman is, and oh. Ben and I both love that game as well. I mean, no arms, no legs, no chance against Mario. <laughs> That's, my That's Rayman. Rayman. Yeah, yeah. Rayman, Rayman. yeah. No yeah. arms, no legs, no chance against the brand new Mario game. You know? Finally, we get a, a new Mario experience that feels a little bit different than some of the stuff that they just rehashed, the new Super Mario Brothers yeah. stuff. And so it's good to see Mario back in full force, and I'm giving my nod to new Super Mario. Plus, it's beautiful. Hey, he mean, is yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful. Woohoo! Yeah. And Thank you so much for playing my game. Uh, Scott, I know you're a big fan of cats, so I'm There's thinking you're going to go with Mario. It's kind, of, it's kind of a useless suit, though, when it you is. think about it. Oh, yeah. way, man. Well, I love it's, being the cat. It's like, I miss the it's cat. Like, no. I miss the When I take the, the cat suit goes away, I still try this to This is not your time! But I love the cat. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Raymond. Wow. Raymond. Origins. Legends. Legends. Right. Someday wow. I'll go to a pre-production meeting wow, and I'll get all man. this right. I just okay. love the artistic vision. I love the, the little crazy French touches. I, know, I feel like, uh, I, I don't know, there's something just so dull about this Mario game. It just feels like paint by numbers. I don't see the what? vision. That's I know you guys are into what? it. I like... This I, feels I, like I hear Charlie Brown's parents talking right oh now. Oh my God! Oh my. Wow! No, I. <laughs> That's I it, Lucas. I agree with Scott. Marissa, I agree with Scott. Wow. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I gave. First of all, I gave both of these games a ten because they're both amazing to me. But Rayman Legends. I mean, how much? It's so special. Yeah. It's so. Special. Are you Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We're leaving it's, it behind, guys. Oh, so just no, say something nice about it before. It's it just. Goes. I okay. I feel like more people should play this game. More people should pick this game up. Not enough people are playing it. So. And, and the best version is on the Wii U too, which is. Kind of cool. That's true. The That's Vita nice. You can play it. You can play it portably. The Vita yep. version is wonderful. Yep. So I mean, I'm going with it. I guess we're all going Mario anyway. But no, yeah, we, Legends we for Rayman. It's three two right now. Raju, oh. you're tipping uh, you the know table. What? Nintendo absolutely is becoming sort of a first party developer, but. Super Mario got me back in my Wii U. Oh, you know, come on! It, you know, I hadn't used it for months, and all this next-gen craziness, I've been playing it, playing this game. Yes, there is some old hat in here, but Nintendo, you know, they know fun, they know Mario. It it's is absolutely fabulous. That they have a Mario and a Zelda that are both yep. as good as they are. I would like to see the team behind Rayman do a Mario game. I think that would be fantastic. But right. I'm going to go with Super Mario 3D World people. because this is an absolutely beautiful Mario game. Game, and it's got all those familiar mechanics that you might remember from yesteryear. But there's a lot of new stuff in there as well. There's lots of great hidden parts of these stages yes. where you can find these coins, those green coins. I went nuts trying to find all of them. And there's so much replay value just in that. And then when you add in additional players playing at the same time, it becomes a completely different game, but still a lot of fun. So we're going to give it to Mario. Catch Jose, who goes forward? Uh, Mario sucks. is the winner, obviously. Let's Come on. hear it. Mario wins. Woohoo! All right. Cat suit sucks. No, it's great. Yes, all it's right. This is the portion in the show that we like to call Defense. Your game. These are games that didn't make it into our bracket. Jose, what's your game? Well, for shame, a game that should be on this list is obviously Spelunky on the Vita. But, oh. but if I had to pick a definitive game that should be on the list, it's probably the last WWE game we're going to see in the last generation of consoles. This game brought 30 years of WrestleMania history to culminate in this awesome package of video gaming, brother. <laughs> so you mean the macho man? Yeah. So <laughs> we're just going to fade out on wrestling impressions. <laughs> I'm actually in the game. Roll credits. Uh, there's actually a, there, there's a 
there's a shot. No wonder uh, you they, like they this talk game. About, they're, they're, they're talking about like Stone Cold versus The Rock, and they cut to The Rock when he comes in Sacramento, and there's me holding a sign that says Jose Sanchez right behind him. I got a picture of it. I'll what? put it in the thing. What? Put it in the package. What? Yeah. It's totally me. I'm in the game. It's totally me. Come on. I don't think you could be on the show anymore, Jose. But enjoy your damn game. All right. Well, we appreciate your crazy pick, and we love your passion, buddy. But listen, we've got everybody here on the team with one notable exception, Victor Lucas. Yeah, Ben Silverman is at home. Hi, Ben. We love you, buddy. He uh, is a new dad, and uh, of course, he couldn't just up and leave his new uh, son. Up to here in Pete. I did two years ago. You did, yeah. (laughs) Father of the year. Only terrible fathers would do that. (laughs) 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 Anyway, Ben's a slacker. Or slackers, yeah. No, but we miss him, and uh, of course, uh, he is here, uh, you know, in our hearts and our minds. Yeah, he's right there. Love you, Benny. Now, listen, let's talk about what we're doing this year. Something Mm -hmm. a little bit different. We had a bracket. We had kind of a sweet 16. We had 16 games. That has been pared down. And then there were eight. Significantly. So we're down to a couple more challenges here. We got a face-off for the ages. Mm -hmm. This is The Last of Us from Naughty Dog versus Victor's beloved Batman, Arkham Origins from Warner Brothers Montreal. Now, let's just get this out of the way right here. This is the scene where Joel kills Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Victor Lucas, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Listen, the Batman Arkham games are my favorite series on the previous generation of consoles, especially after Arkham Origins was such a tour de force in my mind. But The Last of Us was a brand new, beautiful experience that was really moving and really significant in terms of the visceral qualities of the experience. I hadn't seen anything or played anything like it, so it's The Last of Us. And there's so much to this game, too. I know even when you finish Batman, you still have only played like 60% of the game. It's enormous. So I cannot believe that this has happened. No, it's The Last of Us. It's Batman, according wow. to Victor Lucas, is not getting nope. moving on to the next round here. Let's move on to <laughs> Sean Hatton. Sean, which way are you going to go on this one? We've seen a lot of Batman games in recent years, and this year alone, Batman has been in Injustice. He was in the Scribblenauts DC game, right. and then we've got him in his own game, and then there's also the Vita version. Is it of the too 3DS much Batman? Is Why wasn't he in The Last of Us? I don't know. <laughs> you know see, and then everybody but, would be happy, right? But see, we only had two games this year that yeah. starred an Ellen Page-like character. <laughs> and out of the two, The Last of Us is the better Ellen Page-like game. So I'm going to go with The Last of Us. I'm always Ellen looking Page for... Ellen Page is Robin! Yes. I'm always looking for a new experience and new franchises, and I like that Naughty Dog went with a new franchise rather than bring out Uncharted 4, you know? Yes. That is kind of interesting that you say Ellen Page is Robin because, I mean, it is, The Last of Us is kind of a Batman game. I mean, Joel is sure. Batman. I mean, yeah. he skulks about, he yeah. sticks to the shadows, he takes people out stealthily, he's always outnumbered, He's always using his brain He's over his brawn. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Marissa Roberto, yeah. which way are you oh, going to go on this? I love Batman. I, Of course, I love Batman. Vicky, you know I love Batman. But <laughs> I need to go with The Last of Us because oh. his relationships, my God, they just suck you right in. Even right off the top, the relationship that Joel has with his daughter. And just, oh, I don't yeah. want to reveal too much, but yeah. my God, just play this game no, because it'll just suck out your soul. <laughs> so three votes so far. Yeah. For The Last of Us, and uh, you know, we're at the tipping point here. Jose Sanchez, which way are you gonna go? Well, I didn't vote for Batman in the last round, and I did <laughs> vote for The Last of Us. So if I had to choose between these two, I would definitely say that The Last of Us is safe oh, with my wow. vote. I mean, it was just such an incredible game. Like, I couldn't believe how good it was, and it came out before E3, and a lot of those games mm-hmm. can tend to get lost in the shuffle sure. by the time we get all these new holiday releases, especially with new consoles. And there's not a lot of new console goodness in this top Elite Eight that we have, but The Last of Us is still one of the best games you of the year. You are so right. That's very bold on Sony's part. They knew that they had something special to release the game just before E3 this year in mm-hmm. June. We all went to E3. We all looked at all the other games. Came We're like, that week. 
this isn't as good as The Last of Us. I mean, that's what we were all it's, thinking. It's so true. It was just about to launch, and we were like, we almost wanted to give the game of E3 this year to The Last well, of tried, Us again. I tried, you said no. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's got to be something. It's true. I put it's not, well, there was a Batman game there. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, Before we get okay. to the rest of the superfluous votes here, yeah. which would be Steve and Raju, uh, I love The Last of Us dearly. I had a really tough year, lots of ups and downs. I saw my therapist a lot. Back on the medication. <laughs> but you know what? Down. This was the game that gave me hope for the future of video games, for the future of entertainment. <laughs> I was so moved by this yeah, thing. I yeah. The ending of this game is one of the best endings of any so media that I, I consumed this entire year, TV, movie, anything. This thing competes, it stands up, right. it's tense. I, as soon as I finished the game, I couldn't play any other game. The Last of Us, for me, through and through, Raju, what are you gonna do? I completely agree with what you're saying. I mean, the father-daughter story here was amazing. And you know, the fact that the guys who made Uncharted, you know, probably one of the best funny games out there went in such a dark and depressing. So gutsy, and yeah. Yeah, it, I, you know, it, it's a tour de force. And, yeah. you know, I think this is going to move on pretty well. Uh, uh, yeah. tour de that, that's it for tour de force. Yeah. No one is allowed yeah. to use tour, tour de force. Well, in this game, it's it applies, though. A death stroke like beatdown. <laughs> one, one more tour de force. Next person who uses tour de force gets a punch de nuts. Steve Tilly. Warner Brothers Montreal was under a lot of pressure to pick up from where Rocksteady left off with the Arkham series, and mm -hmm. they did a fantastic job. I think they erred on the side of maybe sticking too close to what had been done before, right. but I mean, they couldn't afford to alienate the fan base of the Arkham games, so they put out a solid Batman game. I still feel it was a little too similar to Arkham City. Mm -hmm. Then there's The Last of Us, and I cannot remember the last time I cried at a video game. Yeah. I, I cried the scene before, I'm, I'm man enough, yeah. the scene before the credits roll, we know what happens, I think Foobs just spoiled it. I, I, yeah. I Tears came out of my eyeballs. Yeah. They came out of my eyeballs and rolled down my Yeah, that's, that's it with developers making games where daughters can't have any harm. <laughs> and okay? You know, if we can make that not happen anymore. You think narratively, you yeah. know where this game is going to go, yeah. and you don't, because everyone kept saying the ending is so moving. It's not what you think it is. Mm -hmm. It's something so different. You never see it coming. It's it so sophisticated, it's it's and it's so ending. mature. I cannot even believe that this game exists. I want to drop the mic, go home, and play this totally. damn thing once again right now, and that only happens to the best of the best video games. Well, we haven't seen the last of The Last of Us. It moves on, but right now we've got to do another very difficult head-to-head. -head. This is Tearaway going up against Dead Rising 3, mm. and they couldn't be two different games. Mm -hmm. Raju, yeah. how do they stack up in your heart? Mm. Dead Rising 3 absolutely shows sort of the best of the Xbox One so far, and Tearaway is the Vita showcase yes. right now. I don't know, it's funny, like, it's like happy joy on the Vita versus <laughs> killing of zombies. With some happiness. With some with happiness. Some glee and with some, some happiness. Humor. You know what? I think I'm going to go with Tearaway. Yeah. I really Really, really enjoyed it. I'm with you. I'm in the sun. Come yeah. on, that's great. I yeah. love that. So yeah. tear away from me. M Rob? Yeah, Media Molecule, they just do something so right with bringing the cuteness with awesome gameplay and they just suck you right in. And yeah, you see yourself in the game, which is cool. I mean, if you play it with lights, I was playing it in the dark. There's a dark shadow over the sun, and that was sad. But it was so fresh, it was so cute. And it's tough for a game development company to come out with a game that beats the game that just came out before this. So Little Big Planet was amazing for me, and I never thought that something would be better than that from Media Molecule, and I feel like they've done it. Yes, yeah, Steve, how about you? No, I'm right there, too. I, mean, I think Dead Rising really improved upon the formula. The first two games had some problems that they weren't as accessible as they could have been, and I think Capcom Vancouver said, look, we can make it easier for the newcomers and still have the hard stuff for the hardcore players. Appreciate that. Amazing game, next-gen goodness, but Tearaway is something new. It's something a little bit risky. Media Molecule could have coasted on the Little Big Planet for the next decade if they right, wanted to, but right. they brought this new IP and this amazing papercraft world, and it touched my heart. It made me yeah. feel good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. I feel good killing zombies too. <laughs> but I felt really good playing Tearaway. What about you, my friend? I'm happy for all of you happy people <laughs> over on the left side over here. I'm going to go with uh, Dead Rising 3 all the way. I'm sorry, I'm rooting for Capcom Vancouver. I'm yeah. a huge fan of the Dead Rising franchise. I, I like mean, the original the, game. Dead Rising 3 is one of those games where it's just like you end up, you're like just 100 more zombies, and then I'm going to go to bed. And then it becomes 1,000 more zombies, and then it's 10,000 more zombies. Yeah. And you're not even really following the storyline. You're just exploring the world, the incredible, incredibly beautiful, detailed world mm -hmm. that uh, Capcom Vancouver built. And, you know, they were also doing something kind of incredible because they were trying to get their tech up to snuff at a time when the Xbox One hadn't even really sorted itself out yet. Right. They didn't know what it was capable of. They had to kind of guess every step of the way. They were prepared for the challenge. These guys killed themselves. Again, I feel like I'm voting for the studio more than I'm voting for the game. Yeah. I love Dead Rising. I love killing zombies. I love Tearaway, too, but Dead Rising 3 all the way. You know, here's the thing. When you talk about technology, and I think this, is, this applies to both of these games because you're constantly aware of them, but I think with Dead Rising 3, it kind of lives up to the imagination and the dream kind of state that you're in when you play Dead Rising 1 or 2. You think in your head that you're encountering as many zombies as you are. With this new technology, they can actually deliver on that. Tearaway, it's more than imagination. It actually throws in ideas that you hadn't even dared to have thoughts I of. I feel like some and also Media Molecule matures as a studio when they build something like some this. Some of the, uh, the, the the functionality of the Vita mm -hmm. feels a little bit ham-fisted in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Just like, we better get some rear touch in there. We better use the camera. There's a camera on the front. But the surprise of this game and the reveal of this game is something that the industry thrives on. We need these new concepts. But once you see the sun is you. Yeah. No, it keeps then going what? and the then music. What? Well, what would you say, Jose? What do you think? Well, I didn't pick Tearaway, and I did pick Dead Rising 3. <laughs> so, obviously, again, the choice I'm going with is a game that's not going to win. But Dead Rising 3, there is just something about creating yes. a motorcycle mixed with a steamroller yeah. and driving down that one street at night yeah. where there's just a thousand zombies and mowing through them with your flamethrowers on your just smashing bloodshed everywhere. I've beaten this game twice. Yes, I like this guy. I've beaten this game two <laughs> times already. Like, so My character's maxed out. I don't even know why I'm leveling him up anymore. There's no more dots I can put any abilities into. I just love the fact that I can kill thousands and thousands of zombies. And I can yell at my Xbox, Xbox, record that shit, because it was awesome. <laughs> We need you to see his therapist. Yes. Okay. You know what? There weren't any funny games this year either. It was a very grim, dark year. Yeah. Lots of depressing post-apocalyptic narratives. And, and even though that's filled with dead people, they're kind of fun dead people. You know? Yeah. <laughs> dead people are fun. Sean? As much as I like Media Molecule and I like that they're going oh. for the magic and the love, I have to give this one to Capcom Vancouver and Sorry. say Dead Rising 3 because Media Molecule, for me, they get close to being amazing and super magic, but they always fall short of my expectations. Wow. This one was great, not only in that it is, it is a very good zombie game, but there's, game. but there's great social commentary yeah. in here as yeah. well as far as not all of the enemies you come across are zombies. Sometimes it's the humans that are more terrifying than these actual monsters. One of my favorite movies is 28 Days Later, and mm -hmm. I think this captures the vibe that that movie also had of just helplessness, but also at the same time hope where you can actually overcome these guys. And there's lots of oh crap moments in this game, just like in that film. And I'm going to give it I to think Dead you're, Rising you're 3. So right. That's very interesting that uh, I do feel like Media Molecule, as much as they are visionaries and they accomplish so much of what they set out to do, Little Big Planet always kind of felt a little short to me. And and this game too, Tearaway, as much as I liked it and admired it, I mostly admired it more than I enjoyed it. Dead Rising 3, I just flat out enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Right. There's no barrier to having a fun time mm -hmm. in Dead Rising 3. So it's, you it's, your vote? Nope. I'm still going with Tearaway. Oh, oh, 
Good try, though, guys. Yeah. No, Tearaway wins. It moves forward. And uh, congratulations to Media Molecule. Thank power. you for the surprises. Now, we started with 16 games, but some games didn't make it into the top 16. Right. Raju, what is your pick for a game that didn't get voted into the top 16? Well, I think it's a bit of a weird pick, but I really love Saints Row 4. You know, it started off as sort of DLC for the last game, and one of the knocks is it is the same world, but you know what? This is probably the most fun open-world superhero game I've played in a couple years. Right. I mean, it is pure fun. It, it has is, that crackdown sort of addiction, it? is totally it? crackdown. Yeah. You know what? What also took balls for this developer, this was a GTA clone yeah. where you don't have to drive a car in as soon as you get the powers. It's more fun to just run at super speed and jump around yeah. the world and fight the aliens. And there, again, is so much to do in these games. You can have sex with anybody. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it is ridiculous. It is fun. It is, you know, often called a parody of video games, but it is a great video game. One of my favorite things is the way it makes fun of Nolan North and how yes. you can pick him as the voice oh, of your awesome. guy in the you game. Know, the, you know, the, the, the gang from Stewport is now the president, but then, of course, as soon as they're running the country, aliens show up. Yeah. Come yeah. on. These, it, you know, there's tons of in-jokes, tons of humor. I just love this game. Yeah, terrific game. Great choice, Raju. And listen, we've got a ridiculously difficult one to do right now. This is The Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds going up against Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> Good luck, Marissa. I, oh my god. Okay, so I think everyone thinks I'm going to choose the cuter version. The cute, yeah. The cute game. Trevor is cute, though. But no, cute. no, Trevor's not cute. He is. None of the characters in, in Grand Theft Auto V are good looking, fine. I just want to say. I was not attracted to any of them. But I'm still going to choose Grand Theft Auto V because it felt really good to be bad. Yeah. It felt really good to be bad, and I suppose I shouldn't say this, and I'm sorry, Mom, if you're watching. I really enjoyed being bad in this game, and I don't know why, and I didn't go to all the places that were awful where you could have sex with people. I didn't I didn't do Raju any did. of... Raju did. I know Raju did. I didn't, I, and Saints Row 4. I didn't do any of that. I stayed away from it, but I just really enjoyed, God, just stealing cars and driving Even everywhere. Even the torture scenes and stuff? No, I didn't, I didn't do... I didn't, I didn't like those things. Okay. I'm trying okay. to omit those things okay. from my right. experience. Like I'm the, talking about Zelda, of course. The oh, torture okay. scenes. I did Zelda. Like the stripper game, just the stripper game was kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> the strip clubs in Hyrule were awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Jose, how about yourself, my well, friend? Well, the strip clubs in Low Rule were even better than they were in Hyrule. It does get a little skanky it's in there. It's a rare occasion that we, we get a new GTA game. Yeah, that They only come every few years. It's not something we get every year. So They're already working on Grand Theft Auto 6 well, yeah, right Yeah, they say now. that Grand Theft Auto 5 is going to fit inside of a snow globe within the world of Grand oh Theft Auto God. 6. <laughs> that's, Which is, that's depressing. That's, that's mind-boggling yeah. stuff to yeah. think about. But there's just something about this version of Zelda that takes me back to why I loved video games so much right. growing up and Boom. why I still love video games to this day. It's good to see Link back in that traditional world of Hyrule that we saw back in the day on the Super Nintendo, and I'm glad he's back, and that's why I'm giving him a vote. Oh, wow, man, that's that's great. Okay, Sean, what do you say? This, again, is a very tough one, yes, and as is. much as I like The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, I have to say Grand Theft Auto V is the kind of game that I can go into if I only have a half hour and mess some shit up, <laughs> yes, have a good time, <laughs> try to steal some helicopters. I love that there's just so much to do within this game. Yeah. And with Zelda, you're playing Zelda, so it too exactly. Is, it's an old, you're playing Zelda. Well, <laughs> it too is its own variation on an open world game. Of course, yeah. you're scrolling across screens, but there's a lot of sandbox type discovery in Zelda. has has been a part of that franchise almost from the very beginning. And I think that as much as they are different experiences, I don't think we would have a Grand Theft Auto if we didn't have the imagination of Zelda. And what's so beautiful about this new Zelda game is that it does strip it all away, and it does say, you know what, fun is the most important thing. And I think there are big chunks 
of Grand Theft Auto V where you are searching for fun. Yeah. And I also feel like the best open world experience that Rockstar put together in that previous generation was Red Dead Redemption, which really challenged our viewpoint and really made us care about somebody that had some virtue. And none of these characters in, in Grand Theft Auto V are worth our time. But Franklin, we is. give them our time. He totally is. Franklin's. The best. <laughs> he, I mean, he is trouble yeah. for sure. You know, he, he is a, he is a victim of circumstance. But I think they did a better game with Red Dead. What, what do you think? Thanks my for calling on me. All right, I appreciate it. You know, there's two moments I want to talk about. I was driving recklessly one day. I ran over a fire hydrant in GTA V. Yes. And a woman walking by turns her head and looks at me, and she stops and she puts her hands on her hips. Then she keeps walking. What an amazing engineering feat! Absolutely. That everybody responds to everything you do in this game. There's also a great moment when you walk through a motion sensing light. And it flicks on, like all of that stuff. Who thinks of all of that stuff? But yeah. just like I think you put it so well, this is one of your most articulate moments on the show ever. And I've been working with you for decades <laughs> now, right? Every once in a while I wake up. The great bear wakes stripping, up. <laughs> <laughs> stripping Zelda yeah. down to its essence is yeah. absolutely the right way to go after years and years of layering on new technology yep. and trying to go further, making the worlds more ridiculous, more ornate, adding Wii motion controls, yes. which I had to suffer through to enjoy my beloved Skyward Sword, right. paring it down to its absolute essence is the right thing and it just was reminds it, us why we love this game and this series so much. It was Throne from Nintendo. This was Nintendo saying, oh yeah, take that. Also. And it's amazing. I love how yeah. Rovio just moves into Link's house. He's like, I'm just here if you want to buy stuff. I'm, I'm setting up a shop in your house. Yeah. All right, so what do we have here so far? We have three votes for Zelda and two votes for Grand Theft Auto V. Steve, my friend. Well, I mean, I agree. Zelda is, is oh, a great homage, a great throwback to the Zeldas of old. But I think we're getting a little too nostalgic. I mean, the game has got to stand on its own merits, which it does. It's a fantastic adventure. But we can't just say that it makes me feel so good because it's like the Zeldas I used to play when I was a kid. Well, not right. everybody played the Zeldas when they were kids. So this is new to them! So, I mean, it's fantastic. It has 3D! I hate that these two games are going up against one, one another because right. they are so different. But when it comes to Grand Theft Auto V, I mean, Marissa's right. It feels bad to be good sometimes. And I, I disagree. I think it's good to be bad. bad. It feels good to be bad sometimes. It feels and bad you know to be what? good sometimes. And, and that's kind of, good. it's truthful for Grand Theft Auto V, right? I mean, because of the success of that franchise, there's been lots of games where we play these terrible people, but you can make an exception to that feeling tired on this kind of stuff. And Grand Theft Auto V is that exception. It's so well made. What I loved about this was the three characters. And actually, yeah. I played Michael and Franklin as generally good guys. I tried not to commit too much mayhem as those guys. <laughs> but Trevor was my outlet. When I wanted to just screw around and kill stuff, I jumped into Trevor. And I felt like because that was Trevor's character, you know, he's, a, he's an insane, psychopathic, Canadian meth head. That was the guy I wanted to be when I wanted to just go mess stuff up. So I liked the I liked the three characters. I liked the intertwining of the stories. And the, story the world was just great. blows me away. Yeah. So it's just again, Zelda beautiful, close to my heart, but Grand Theft Auto is an undeniable the achievement. The tally is tied right now. Oh, so it's up to Raju right now to decide this is the moment. which one it's goes forward, my friend. You know what? I think I have to go with Grand Theft Auto V. Oh, you know, I think that the, the nonlinear storytelling absolutely was something that was new and interesting. But I also think that the bigness of the world, the technical achievement. I agree with you, Vic, in that I hated these guys. Yeah. But they just they become exhausting after a while, you know. They oh, do. it's another cop But chase. you know what? Now that the multiplayer is working, I have a crew, I'm doing heists with some buddies, right. and mm -hmm. that is actually where I'm getting the most amount of joy yeah. out of this game right now. Yeah. I do think that Rockstar for what they do, they are artisans. Yeah. I do think that, you know, they are good at telling bad stories. I wish perhaps 
you know, maybe they had some more hero worship, yeah. or you know, they wanted to find some more virtuous but heroes there as well. There are terrible people like this in the there world. There are. are. Oh, there are. Absolutely. Well, and, and this also provides that outlet so that you can maybe not do terrible things. Right. You know, you can have this this release and be this badass in this world and drop it when you turn the machine and now off. And guilty about it later. Yeah. It, you know, this game is supposed to cost $260 million to make. You can see it. Yeah. You can see all True the that. stuff that you can do in yes. this game. What yes. about so. the human beings? Who gave their lives in the name? I mean, you know, Rockstar has a reputation for killing people. Literally, people are already dead. Probably well, working you, on GTA listen, Six. At this stage, though, you you don't sign up for that yeah. team or that company. You're like, Here's unless my you, life force. No, it's like it's like going to war. I think you know, in a lot of ways. Not that it's. I don't want to make that analogy, but it's definitely. It's like you're you're providing. It's like you're providing service, you know? It's like you're going off and you're gonna try to build massive entertainment. And there's something to be said about the value for this industry that the sales of Grand Theft Auto yeah. V really signify, you know? I mean, I think that there's a value in Zelda for us as already pre-built install-based fans, and that's why I think Zelda resonates the way it does, but Grand Theft Auto V is important for the future of our business. Yeah, the fact that we yeah. can say a video game was the fastest selling entertainment property in Ever. history. That human yeah. beings have created. Yeah. Is a good yes. we'll be employed for, for another year. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so congratulations, Grand Theft Auto V. You move forward. Our next face-off is Super Mario 3D World against NBA 2K14. Now, Mario was in a very cool basketball game, but not as cool as NBA 2K14. <laughs> Vic, what are you going to go with? Uh, this is definitely a Mario game for me. I mean, Mario gets this pick. As much as I'm playing and addicted to 2K14 on next gen, there is something irrefutably charming and addictive. That pull in this latest Mario title is unquantifiable. It's such a beautiful escape into a world that we desperately need in video games, and, and it's Nintendo firing on all the cylinders again. It's amazing. Yeah. All right, Marissa, how about you? Well, as much as I love a sports game moving on, on to this bracket, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I can't go with basketball, unfortunately. And I loved Mario so much. Sean and I gave it a 10 for a reason, because it's so fun to play. It's so fun, it's so light, it's fluffy because you're a cat. I mean, you're climbing up walls. <laughs> Even the multiplayer is fun in this too. It's fun to compete with friends. If you have them, you can bring them on over and play this game. Them. Well, I feel like I was competing a lot with this game too, and we were fighting. Oh, for sure. This game. Yeah. Scott, you did not go with Mario the last round. I didn't go with NBA either. Yeah, so this what are you going to do? This is the raspberries round <laughs> for me. I, you know what? I'm disappointed that uh, we're talking about another Mario game. We're talking about a sports sequel. How is this one of our final brackets? That kind of breaks my heart. Where's the originality? Have you played these two games? I have played both They're of these both games. They're both incredible games. They are games. fine, but you know what they are not? What? They're not Grand Theft Auto V, which is the fifth of the Grand Theft Auto games. You told, <laughs> you told me. My therapist, I told her I wouldn't yell anymore. Oh, okay, okay, so okay, I, just, right. I crossed the line. Uh, I'm his therapist. You know, <laughs> I guess Mario. Yeah. I I don't know. I guess of the two, that's the least offensive. You can write that wow. on your box, Nintendo. I guess. But listen, yeah. I just I want to see, you know, The Last of Us spoiled me this year. Right. And it was so incredible and so mind-blowing and so boundary-pushing. And, you know, even GTA V, I felt like, had a lot more artistry. The social commentary, you've made this comment a couple times now, and you're absolutely right. So few games try to say anything about the actual world we live in. Yeah. Here are, you know, two games. I mean, most of the NBA players are terrible people. You know, <laughs> Mario, there's a 
cat suit. Like, what is this? Like, this is this is a depressing bracket for me. But of the two games, Mario, I guess. Okay, move on. All right, Raju, let's hear from you. Yeah, I kind of agree with Scott in the sense that it is bad that there, there's two sequels here. But you know what? I think Super Mario 3D Land is saving Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it is a great game. Is even it? Though, well, I mean, it, it got me back to my Wii U. And it is a really, really fun game. I do agree that with NBA 2K14 showing off some of that next-gen goodness, and we need more of that. Yeah. But of the two, I've been enjoying Super Mario 3D World more. So. Yeah, because they all kind of blur together. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Jose? Well, any game that can cause Derrick Rose to be injured and take him off of my bench uh, just ruins, I mean, just takes away the nostalgia. I don't want to have to deal with that. It saddens me. No, but 2K14 looks fantastic. It's great as a next-gen launch title as well. But, I mean, yeah, come on, it's Mario, you know? It's a fresh feel for Mario. It's good to see it's, him. Is it fresh? It's powerhouse it Mario, though. It is. It's not this the, isn't cookie-cutter. Like, and it's oh, not this the 2D Mario, which I think is a, a little, Mario. as fun as the 2D ones are, they're a little deflating because no, they feel I mean, like that's this, 30 years of legacy. This, I have 800 one-ups right now. Well, this isn't an especially difficult game, but holy crap, is it fun. It's so fun. Yeah. This game, it gives me hope, especially at a time when Zelda came out on the 3DS yes. or 2DS, whatever the hell you're playing, hang yeah. on, that we see a brand new Link 3D world like that. Like, give me the old school style, but on the Wii U. Yeah. I love it on the handheld. I'd like to see them bring that. And Zelda Wii is coming next year, next year so yeah. it should be you good. Know, you know, hopefully it's awesome and amazing, as good as, you know, the handheld one was, but I'm going to give my nod to uh, Mario, because I don't like LeBron NBA, James and his hairline. Votes? Nope, no votes. No votes for NBA. The guy who looks most like a basketball player on this panel is up next, <laughs> Steve Tilly. Well, of course, I'm going to be the dissent vote. No, I'm not. I mean, I love the fact that NBA 2K14 is the game that when you're playing it and somebody walks in the room, they're like, oh, what, what game is on? You know, who's who's playing? It looks like a live telecast in a yeah. basketball game. I, I think the next-gen consoles need that, because moving to the next generation, I don't think we saw the leap in graphic fidelity that we saw from the PS2 to the PS3 right. or the Xbox to the Xbox 360. So... We need games like this that, that kind of justify all that hardware in the next-gen machines, but as a game, as a, as a, as a source of I fun... I 2K justifies the hardware. Not even no, I, think, I think it uses the hardware it's well. A, it's, it's a, it's a show game. It looks marginally better no, than the previous version. No, it doesn't. Version. It yes, so when you get to the faces, when you get to the people, and the, exactly. the, the, you don't the play athletes. that way, though. You're pulling no, through you the do. whole game. You do, and this is what the next <laughs> level of sports game is going to be about. It's going to be about introducing these people as characters that we get to know. And you know, this is the first kind of step in that direction and it's a real they uh, be sharing their salaries <laughs> I mean the, the whole the whole my career mode in NBA 2k14 oh. is ridiculous it's a, a full-on RPG cares, that really sinks you into the no. experience That's of being enough. one of what these players what did I do it's like Fight Night this. Champion you're hitting me in the head it's with like words fight. I don't want it anymore it's, it's like Fight Night Champion no it's not that's it's an so interesting fun. good game because well, you I like did, boxing I understand why you're down the Mario thing but but I, I just feel like I'm just Super down, Mario man. 3d world was was you enter each world you enter is offering something new and yes. it's like it's like a, a machine that spits out a new toy every 20 minutes, and the, the toy is different from the last toy, and it's, it's awesome Katsu. to play with. Katsu. It's just... Go to sleep. <laughs> Holidays. Holiday I, was, blow dart. I was feeling bad for Nintendo going into this holiday season with Sony coming out with the PS4, Xbox with the Xbox One, thinking, my bad? God, really? yes, the Wii U is going to be dead. And then this game comes out, and it's all still of a sudden... Dead. Wii U, still dead. Wii U has a lot of life left in it. For me, Mario has always been a holiday game. You know, I yep. would get a Nintendo system yep. for Christmas, and I would play the hell out of a Mario game, right. whatever Mario game came with it. And we haven't had that in a few years. Totally. The Wii didn't have that. The GameCube didn't have that off the top. And now it feels like the Wii U finally has 
its proper Mario game. It's Christmas. And th it is totally Christmas. Yeah. I am a kid again. I am the kid who's like, Nintendo 64! <laughs> that feel bad for that guy anymore. is... Don't feel bad. They're okay. They'll be fine. I will no longer feel bad about Nintendo, especially Chris. since they are going on to the next round in the Rocket and Ray Guns. Congratulations, Super Mario 3D World. We're picking titles individually that did not make it into the Sweet 16. Next up is Steve Tilly. What game you got for us? Well, I don't think we've had a lot of love for PC exclusives mm. or a lot of love mm. for indies in the, uh, the Rocket and Ray Guns. And my game is Papers, Please. This is an indie game that Frags and I choice. looked at. We try to explain to somebody, you say it's a game about being an immigration border officer. Look at people's papers. It's the kind of game that sounds absolutely terrible on paper, but it's about analyzing data that's thrown at you. It's about making moral choices. People are desperately want to get into the country, and you are the last line of defense. So if their passport's not in order, do you say yes, they can go in, mm -hmm. and then have your pay doc, and you can't buy medicine for your kid? Or do you shut them out and possibly like lead to their own? It's awesome. a great 80s vibe to yeah. as well. It's you know, super lo-fi, it super like retro. the dumbest premise for a game ever, but it's just done so extremely well. It actually it's is done. a game that everybody should check out. The indie stuff has just been phenomenal. Uh, I'll tell you guys what it sounds like. It sounds like a mini-game in GTA V. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> right? Like it does. Now you're the border guard. Okay. You know what? It's actually worth checking out, though. There's yeah, so much more to this game that meets the eye. I mean, at first it's just like, oh, do I stamp his passport? Yes or no? But then it gets in. There's a backstory. There's there's shadowy figures. There's conspiracies. There's a, a totalitarian government. And all the while, you've got more, more stuff thrown at you that you've got to deal with. Fascinating choice. And we're going to have more fascinating choices. It is our Final Four showdown. Jim, what's on the bracket today? Well, thanks, Curb, for throwing to me. I called you Curb, and I don't know why. Curb Street. <laughs> yeah, no, Curb, it is Curb, our Curb Street. Yeah. It is our Rocket and Ray Gun Final Four yeah. countdown. This is where we go all out. I hope you've been watching all week long, because a lot of great games have been destroyed this along the way. This is when the guys with the big kettle drums come in and do, do, do. Yes. It's unbelievable, uh, I love it. All right, well, we've got Tearaway going up against The Last of Us. This is Sony against Sony. Marissa, uh, which one's a better game? <laughs> I love that noise. <laughs> These decisions are giving me indigestion. I'm getting not me. Okay. Instead of going with the cute and the sweet, I feel like I just have to go with the one that sucked my soul out so hard. Oh god, I'm gonna go with The Last of Us and get really depressed about it. Yes. And my decision. Yes. Alright, The Last of Us. We have one vote for The Last of Us. Jose Sanchez. I'm gonna go for the game that sucked out my soul too. <laughs> Slowly. Desolation. Desolation. <laughs> I don't want to die. It's just not even fair. I mean, it's. I know it's, it's come down no. to these two games in a Final Four bracket. Tearaway is kind of a little clicker in this sucker, you know, isn't it? And it yeah, yeah. Good for good for Tearaway for making it to the Final Four. You know, they were the lowest seed. Yeah. They came up to the brackets to face the number one seed juggernaut, yeah. Last of Us. But it's just so hard to pick between The Last of Us and anything else for me. Right yes. now. I mean, The Last of Us was such an incredible experience from beginning to end. I can't even freaking wait to see how great the, la the second to Last of Us, I guess <laughs> they might call it. I don't yeah. know. But I mean, I'm looking forward to more of this franchise. It's great to see the beginning of something new, and I'm glad that you got to be a part more. of it. more. That's enough. We don't no, need no, a I want more. No, well, just the idea I, want, that this... I got more soul to suck out. <laughs> <laughs> that this is a franchise is a pretty radical idea. Sean, who are you picking here? I'm going with The Last of Us. I enjoy that this game is so bleak, but there's that little bit of 
hope that you can make it out of this thing. And in a way, there's some allegory to real life going on. You mm-hmm. know, our lives are not nearly as terrible as... Uh, as well, not yet. No, not yeah. yet. <laughs> the viral but, outbreak has But happened. we can see that <laughs> yeah. this is a potential end of humanity uh, situation. That yes. If asteroids don't get us, this is something that could very well Space happen. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Enjoy! Yeah. No, Enjoy your family and your turkey dinner, because it could be your last one. All right, so we have three Last of Us votes. I would be shocked if you picked Tearaway. Well, no, listen to me. You know, when we talk about uh, movies, sometimes we'll go to see a horror movie, we'll see an action movie. And a movie, if it's a great movie, it's not a great genre movie. It's just a great movie. And I feel like this game is more than a game. It transcends the medium. It's just a great flat-out entertainment. I mean, the learning curve for people, that's the unfortunate thing, Mm. is that I think the barrier for entry is too high. For a lot of people, I wish that more people were able to have access to this and play it. That's a wider industry kind of scope. I know, because people are still trying to figure out how to use a 16-button controller. People are like trying to surf through the Xbox One menu or now the uh, the Wii U menu. You know? put in the time, you're right. If you yeah. put in the time and you devote yourself to this, even if you've never played a video game before, this game pays off dividends like you wouldn't believe. Everything that this game did was just smart and crafted yes. and beautiful. Every step of the way, every choice, just considered, I love Mature, this game. Absolutely. Mature, yeah. Yes, Raju. It's sort of unfair. It's new IP versus new IP. Yeah. And Tearaway did do a lot of really interesting things, but come on, in this sort of bracket thing, they're the miracle kid that's got this far, <laughs> yeah. right? So yeah. it's The Last of Us. The Last of Us was such a great experience. Again, you know, I keep pointing back that it was a father-daughter story that really, really spoke to me, and the ending held no bars. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was absolutely fabulous. It so is peerless. I, 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 yes. I have to call out Sony on this, though. This is incredible that we're talking about these two games in this category at, at our in our final show for best of year. These are two very difficult games to greenlight, both of them. And they both feel like indie games. They both feel like they came from the heart and they were just genuine, you know, uh, you know, dreams of developers that really want to, as- to aspire for more. And Sony backed them. And they become two of the most important games of 2013. You know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah. And you know what? It reminds me of the movies during the Miramax era when we started getting these AAA indie films. And that's what this feels like. Totally. Because it doesn't feel as sort of, it's not like we're slumming it no. with, you know, like just the indie stuff with the bare bones, Thomas was alone type graphics. These are full-on productions, but they have like an undercurrent of humanity and, yes. and pluck and spirit. Like marketing departments. No. Yes, that's yeah. it. That's yes. Right. Steve, you choosing The Last of Us as well? No, uh, Tearaway is my game of the note. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great Tearaway has made it this far. Yeah. And, and I do think that this is one of the few games that justifies some of the features on the Vita. It's probably one of the best exclusive Vita titles. But come on, The Last of Us, um, I'm not, I mean, that game has flaws. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it's, for sure. it, it didn't think too far outside of the box in terms of its gameplay. It's, gameplay, it's a very. The flaws are that it sticks to game conventions. Exactly. And so it's it's the yes. stealth we've seen before, yeah. it's the, the post apocalyptic world that we've kind of seen before. It doesn't mean the control. Come on. <laughs> but I mean, the relationship between Joel and Ellie oh my is just yeah. something we haven't seen. I don't know. The last we saw relationship like that, yeah. and ever. And the game world, as bleak and horrible as it was, I wanted to keep on playing to see what was around the next corner. What tableau of humanity's demise was to around the next to corner? Make one character love another character in a video game is still something we're so new at. We right. haven't even. Mm-hmm. Nobody even tries to do that. There is a lot of characters that love each there's other. There's lots care of about love other, in yeah. this game. Yes, and it never stops. I mean, that is the differential right there. Well, and there's lots of love for this game. The Last of Us moves on. Congratulations, and now it is our final two head 
head-to-head before we go to the game of the year choice. Now it is Super Mario 3D World going up against Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh. Jose, you pick one for me, would you, buddy? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. This is, I mean, this isn't even fair. This is like, really? Come on, guys. Both games, obviously, huge franchises. Mario, you got GTA. Tour de Forces, you might say. <laughs> but, you know, there's just something special about Mario. You know, like, I, am a, I grew up on Mario. It was my first guy, first Nintendo, me and Mario together in the sewers with his brother, yep. beating up turtles. And now he's back, still beating up them damn turtles. Now he's got different suits on, which is classy, because, you know, sometimes you got to put now a suit on. Yeah. Classes join up. But, I mean, as, as amazing uh, everything that GTA was and everything that it did, I'm just going to go with nostalgia. Tugging on the old heartstrings, going with Mario. Wow, 3D World. One vote for 3D World. Sean, what would you say, my friend? I also say 3D World because, as I said Spot. in the previous you gave round, Grand Theft Auto Five and eleven out of ten. I did. Just I to did. Clarify. I played Grand Theft Auto Five at a very dark point in my life. A oh, lot of crazy stuff was going on. I feel like uh, Scott kind of confiding in everyone that uh, this game pulled me out of that funk and yeah. made me feel like a better person after. So I perhaps was a little generous with the 11 out of 10. I yeah. still think it was the right score to give <laughs> for the time. But Mario holds a very special place in my heart. Mario is the essence of video games for me and for a lot of other people out there. And it's interesting to see that no matter what Nintendo does with Mario, yeah. it always works. Yeah. And that magic is still there. And so many developers fail to see that and capture it. There are so many Mario-type clones. People try to emulate Mario on the iOS platform and fall short so many times. And there is no replacing Mario. He is a gaming icon, and there's a reason why, because Nintendo keeps knocking it out of the park with this guy. No replacing Mario. Does he get your vote as well, Marissa? Yeah, he's going to have to get my vote on this one, even though I gave both of these games a 10, because number one, he has an amazing mustache. That's why she likes working great with me. Right. Mustache. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's my paisan, and I feel like I need to just <laughs> give it to him, too, because I'm going to go with Jose as well. This is a big nostalgic game for me. I Just growing up, this is what pulled me into video games. So Mario's going to take the cake for me with this one for that reason. That's how it gets the edge here. Raju, which there. one are you choosing? You know, this is a hard choice, but I'm going to go with GTA V. I think there is a bit of a sort of joy versus darkness, but I still think that the technical achievement, yep. the amount of stuff in it, even though I'm, you know, I'm a little worn with what Rockstar is doing with these games, they are pushing games forward. Yes. They are pushing the tech forward. I love tennis games. The tennis game in this was something that I sort of got obsessed with for, for a little while. And it, you it's know, surprisingly good. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Other yeah. people would, would have packaged that as a separate Sega game. Sega would have you done know, that. You know, this is just, you know, one of the hundreds of things you can do in this game. Yes. I think that the heroes are jerks, yes. and I do feel like I hate myself. Trevor, everybody loved him. Yeah, I don't know, but you yeah. know, I tried to play Franklin and Michael as sort of normal guys, and yeah. you know, I did feel bad for Michael, in particular with his family. Yes. So, but you know, even the social commentary as well. These are all things that Rockstar they put so much stuff into this game, and for and, that and reason, you know what, and the industry should take note about these two games and The Last of Us, for that matter, is the and Tearaway, for that matter. They all have so much. They have so much content complete on the full price of the package. Yeah. Maybe there will be DLC and more stuff to buy, but you certainly don't feel for the full price that you pay for any one of these games, uh, like you're not getting your money's worth. You're getting way more than your money's worth, uh, you know, especially with Mario and Grand Theft Auto V. Which one are you choosing, Scott? Kingdom Rush Frontiers, okay, all yeah. the way. Yeah, you haven't been paying no, attention. You, you know, I, I like what Sean said earlier about Mario taking him out of a dark time. We're yep. real people, yes. right? Like, we I, we just let our, our we personal... We plan how we feel them. Our personal inner lights like E.T. shine on 
on the show and we right. just let it out. I guess Mario. I don't know. I guess well, so. Auto Grand Theft Auto. I just want to. I want. I, I, I. Yeah. I guess so. I, okay. I mean, I want. I want. I, I can't just praise it because it's an engineering feat. And it, you know, I. I. I, I, think I guess Mario's Mario. winning this I guess one. So. I think so. Right, Steve. Mustache. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I know. I don't know. Well, we, we have four, four to three. three. Mario, one. Yeah. Yeah. One. Right. Well, then I don't feel quite so bad then throwing in behind uh, GTA Five. I mean, I agree with you guys. Mario is the essence of fun. It's back to what we love about this franchise and yep. this character. But I just feel like there's so much meat in Grand Theft Auto Five. There's story. There's a world. There's these intricate mechanics that I can't believe were possible in the last generation of consoles. Grand Theft Auto Five. Grand Theft Auto Five is a better game, and it's a more important game, and it's, it it deserved what? to win in this two categories. It didn't. Not but on this show. I, I think that Mario is a fantastic achievement, but it's an achievement that once again you can dream Nintendo will deliver what they do, and they exactly deliver that. I think Grand Theft Auto Five was the best of the Grand Theft Auto games, and there's some familiar territory there, but it was also so much better than anything we could have ever imagined. Even the, the difference between Red Dead Redemption, technically, mm -hmm. and Grand Theft Auto V is staggering. And if you look at Grand Theft Auto V on 360 or PS3 compared to any of the next-gen launch titles, it's a better game. You know, it's just a richer, fuller, more detail-oriented game well, that looks... Well, it is it's the end of the 360 and PS3 life sure. cycle. So when we're but talking about the end of... The, when we're talking about end. GTA 7, what when end. it's the last game on the 1 or the PS4, we're going to be like, oh my god. But what an end, right? I mean, that's an incredible thing. But our two head-to-head -head finalists Ooh. are Super Mario 3D World going up against The Last of Us. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Raju, how are you going to size this one up, my friend? I think I'm going to go with the new. I'm going to go with The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. The game, it was too much of a game at times. But you know what? I think it exceeded in so many other ways in terms of the story, in terms of the emotion. And this is a game that is going to stay with me for a long, long time. Yeah, the moments that were real felt so real. And that's what made this game so beautiful. So I'm definitely choosing The Last of Us as well. I just, I feel like I appreciated my family so much more after playing this game. And that's really heavy. That's a yeah. heavy thing to do in a video game. Yeah, I called my old cousins I haven't talked to in years. I'm so <laughs> sorry, we haven't talked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, remember the case of Apocalypse L.A. Noir when we were talking about the facial technology and yeah. all that stuff? No one was even having that conversation with The Last of Us because we were invested in these right. damn characters. Right. Nobody, I mean, the game looked like crap at certain junctures. It had trouble running on the PS3. Nobody talked about its shortcomings. And Raju, I agree with you 100%. The only fault is really that it has one foot firmly planted too much in the gaming world. That's why I resent the multiplayer. I know I sound crazy, but I feel like let's not have multiplayer. Let's just dedicate every bit of energy we have on this team to making this single player as awesome as possible. Turning it into a multiplayer melee just cheapens what's there on the disc. And I feel like we need to get away from the gaminess of all this stuff. Games need to keep growing up and they need to aspire to what The Last of Us has done. Absolutely. I sound like a, a, a church preacher right now. <laughs> you do. Amen, very everybody. Very, very Obama-like. Okay, that's three votes for The Last of Us. Steve? You know, Scott, you're right. We should not be shoehorning multiplayer experiences into single-player games. But the multiplayer in The Last of Us is great. It's the oh only multiplayer thing Jesus. I have played this year. It's yeah, Naughty stealthy. Dog, don't play that, it's right? It's tense. It's yeah. fantastic. But... Naughty Dog could have, I mean, we know they're making the next Uncharted, we know they're making Uncharted 4, they could have just locked everybody into the Uncharted series and made tons of bank, but they said, let's take a risk, let's do something a little more slow-paced, a little more story-based, and as much as Mario brings that yeah. to the table, 
I just don't feel the same way. Every other game in the wake of The Last of Us just felt small and lacking. I agree. One of the things that I think The Last of Us handles masterfully is that you actually feel the weight of the violence in the game. I think mm. that every bullet in that game really counts. Mostly, I think you make too much of that. Well, it, the only thing that sort of lifts it away from that is the amount of it. You know, we get so much violence so in you, it. So you become... Yes, uh, you, de you become desensitized to its own peerless ability to create this sense of terror. But it's a beautiful game, and I think it is absolutely like Grand Theft Auto V, a game that this industry needs to push us forward. Now, Mario is too, but Mario, I think, kind of works as a bit of a nostalgia experience that you can share. You can connect it to your past, and you can connect it to the roots of this business, but I think The Last of Us is the better game, and, and it should be our game of the year. What do you say? Well, I think this is about as tough a face-off as Nicolas Cage versus John Travolta. <laughs> you know, this is just difficult now. It doesn't matter what game goes against The Last of Us this year. It's it's. I've been saying it since the beginning of E3. Yes, this yes. is going to be the, the best looking game I saw there. Yep. It's still the best looking game I've played this yep. year. The Last of Us is an incredible... I think it's because of Scott Jones' terrible score for Uncharted 3 that they had to stop making those games and make a different game. <laughs> well, like, whoa, let's take a step back, hold off on a new Uncharted, let's put out some other game. And they gave us See if an we incredible... See Scott happy with this one. <laughs> yeah. Thank Hopefully you. it'll get Game of the Year instead Thank of a 6.5. Yeah. And sure enough, look what they've done. Thank you, Scott. So, so far, unanimous for the Last of Us, yeah. Sean. Every so often, there's a game that introduces us to a world that just feels so real and a 3D so. World? Well, <laughs> yes, but in The Last of Us, it was a similar feeling to when I played Half Life 2 for the first time, mm. and this world felt so severe and harsh. And just playing through this, the relationships in The Last of Us also feel so real. I haven't seen a great game relationship since defeating Street Fighter 2 with Blanca, and he reunites right. with his mom. That's a tender <laughs> moment for me. So touching, right? And the the Last of Us came close to that. <laughs> no, The Last of Us blew that away, and I think really deserves to be Game of the Year and, and defeat Super Mario 3D World. Well, you know what? The Last of Us is oh, a wipeout. our 2013 Game of the Year. Crazy. It's a unanimous choice. Uh, it went up against some pretty stiff competition. Congratulations to everybody that was in, or every game that was in our bracket. All of those games are worth adding to your library. All you other losers. <laughs> but The Last of Us definitely wins the prize. Naughty Dog. Congratulations. We love you guys. We have chosen our game of the year, but there were some games that were not in the Sweet 16, and Sean Haddon has one that he wants to recommend to everybody out there. Sean, what do you got? I do, and it's something that we've had on the show very recently. It is Killer Instinct for Xbox One. This wow. is the game that I keep going to again and again. Every time I turn on my Xbox One, this, I play at least an April half Fools? an hour. This is not an April Fool's joke. This is a combo breaker! Exactly. <laughs> I played the original in the arcade a little too much. I skipped school to go play this game in the arcade, and I became very good at the original. And Killer successful. Instinct. Look at you now. Succe look at me now. Well dressed. I didn't need grade 11 English or grade <laughs> 11 mathematics, but I did need Killer Instinct. That for me sparked this ongoing love for the fighting game genre. I love what Street Fighter 4 had done to the to the genre a few years ago. It sort of reinvigorated it. We were seeing a lot more quality fighting games, and Killer Instinct. I was worried about this coming into it because I love the original so much, and they have just raise the bar considerably. Have they? There's, they so have. Good. There that are. Is, there is so not. much. That Listen, Scott, not. you're not a fighting game guy. I am a fighting game guy. It's a great, a it's a great choice guy. and a great way it's to wrap things terrible up. Terrible choice. And, well, surprising one. We like yeah. surprises. I loved having everybody here for this brand new take on the Rock and Ray guys. Nice about all of us. We love. All, I love all of you guys. We missed you, Ben Silverman. Uh, you know, congratulations to the winners, and I hope we uh, made you happy with our top 100s. We are going to be showing some more of the top 100 stuff in 2014. So keep your eyes out for 
for that. And we start our brand new time slot when we come back after the holiday break. Watch us every night on City after Jimmy Kimmel Live. Thank you, everybody, for your support in 2013. We will see you in 2014. Congratulations, The Last of Us, yeah, Naughty we all, Dog. We all saw that coming. Yeah. There was no, no well, great shocker there. 100. We had to pretend that the other games yeah. were kind of in the running for a while. You know, and, it's the only and game. They I weren't think, really. From, yeah, it's the only game in the whole brackets there that was in our top 100, so it had to be the winner. It was leagues yes. above everything else and everything else there were there were some good games well, in there yeah, but the last you know, of us is its own thing it's man. its own thing and it sort of takes the best of all of the other things you know it takes so much that's familiar and it, and it puts in so many cool uh you know undercurrents and so much great storytelling that it really elevated it's uh and this is another reason why i get pissed off when people belittle our business or belittle the game space you know or try to attack it or or marginalize it it drives me insane because games like this deserve to be up on pedestals they they deserve as much fanfare as the wolf of wall street coming out from martin scorsese you know like this is a big important entertainment property and grand theft auto 5 gets all the noise it's an incredible game deserves every one of its sales but it's kind of a proven entity by this point it's kind of just you know it, it's definitely a technical marvel and a, and a complete showpiece for what's possible in our games industry but it's also kind of a uh uh you know you know it's going to be the, what it is. Well, once something has been around for five iterations, yeah. there, there's something self-congratulatory about it. Totally. And when you're The Last of Us, there's there's a humbleness. There's a curiousness. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They don't know where they're going. Yep. They don't know if people are going to like this or enjoy this or have a good time or have a bad time or get too depressed. But you know what? They had a singular vision. They stuck by it. And again, just like I said, I don't know if they edited it edited the edited it out of the podcast but i want to live in the world where the last of us is the best-selling game of the year and, yeah. and not grand theft auto 5 uh, yeah best-selling entertainment property of the yeah, year you know i want that i mean it's that's, i that's mean we were dream. just talking about the movies you and i off just before we started rolling and 2013 was not a great year for it movies it was dog shit yeah i mean there were some definite fun escapes there were no bright spots there were some spots that weren't as dull as the other spots. yeah there was no looper and there was no, no Avengers. No. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that was a great way so to end it. So that's it. We're all yeah. done. So your house on New Year's Eve? Come yeah. on over. Hey, come on over, right. everybody. It's going to be a time? party. Well, Ruby will probably stay up later than I will. Yeah. 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 She'll be, <laughs> we'll be in bed in 10 and she'll be running around banging pots and pans I'll be together. nodding off with, uh, with frosting all over me. We have to thank everybody what for we, listening. Oh, okay. And supporting. Yes. And for telling two friends. And then they told two friends about they Vic's Basement. Uh, we've gained a lot of listeners over the year. You know we're what? very, very we, happy. We won a lot of awards this year for did, having the best podcasts uh, we didn't we didn't win any awards, awards. No. we did really should have did your mom give us this an award? is a quality show yeah how do god we get, damn it we need more people in 2014 how do Listen we get an award show. what do we got to do i don't know no but we also have to thank sony as well for their incredible support of vix basement and the playstation 4 which has been obviously a huge success for them and congratulations to sony and thank you uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm psyched to take a break, but I'm also psyched to come back and, and get into a brand new year with uh, lots and lots of cool stuff to talk about in 2014. Listen to me. Before we go, I just want to end on a human moment. Okay. I love you, buddy. I love you too, pal. As much as we fight and argue, and you made me so mad about the Man of Steel this year, I nearly <laughs> had six strokes. At the end of the day, when I go home, I go to bed at night, I'm not mad at you anymore. Oh, that's nice. Next morning, I wake up mad. It's not good to go to bed mad. No, that's what they say. That's, that's why right. our marriage works. That's right. I love it. All right, Stitcher. Made Stitcher, it folks. At the end, Scott. Yeah, Thank so. you. <laughs> I did not. See you in 2014. I made it human at the end. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 